We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. We have a special edition episode here on today's podcast. We are going over our new tool here at Roto-Grinders, and nobody better to bring on than the man himself, Chris Gimino. Chris Gimino is the Director of Premium and Tools here at Roto-Grinders and has been at Roto-Grinders a long time. Chris, how's it going, my friend? Feeling good, man. Uh, we got all the sports going. It's my favorite time of year and crossover season. Yeah, crossover season indeed. NBA back. Uh, we got football kind of. I mean, it's it's crazy how far uh, along in the football season we are already. You know, baseball World Series right around the corner and uh, NASCAR championship right around the corner. So, um, yeah, full swing here. Uh, ready for the pickleball DFS to get going. Um, who knows when that's going to happen, but we can all hope. Chris, bringing you on today because we have some exciting news, and I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to let you just go through and talk about what we got coming here to Roto Grinders. Yeah, so uh, we got a new product coming out called Sim Labs. It's very exciting. 
it's uh, our foray, our first foray into the world of simulations in terms of lineup building and process here at Roto Grinders. And it's also available on Fantasy Labs as well. And basically what we decided to do was take our simulations for the games, combine it with a simulation of the DFS field and a simulation of DFS contests to provide a lineup generation tool that is easier than anything I've ever seen. So I'm really excited about it. It's uh, something that I really think can put the hands of this powerful information you know, out there to the masses or to, you know, to the people who don't really necessarily have the expertise it takes to run their own simulations. So before we get in and like dive into like, what is Sim Labs? I'm just really quickly, like simulating contests and simulating events is not something necessarily new, right? Like this is something that projection models have used, um, you know, talk a little bit about just the simulation process. Yeah, so I would go farther than to say that it's something that, you know, people have used in DFS simulations. It's something that the world has used for a long time to solve problems that are difficult to solve in the real world. You, you know, you can't uh, exp explain a lot of things that are random, like sports with individual events and observing them. Sometimes you need to simulate many, many, many instances of those events to get a real statistical probability. And that's what people have applied to DFS. They've taken the idea that, not only can I simulate play-by-play -play all the outcomes of the game and figure out the probabilities of what will happen with the players, but now also with how players react to that information with projections, you start to understand how they'll assemble them under the Sally Crap Cap and DFS lineups to create projected ownership. And then also uh, with uh, those simulated uh, games and contests, you can then basically say how the results of the you know, of the, of the field that you'll play will, will end up in DFS, like how much money will get paid out in each individual trial. And that results in the ability to say, okay, well, this lineup makes more money than that lineup, et cetera, and so forth. All right, let's talk Sim Labs now. Um, I mean, outside, I'm, I'm standing at the top of a mountain looking down at this. Give me just a general overview of Sim Labs. Well, Sim Labs does exactly what we just talked about, but it does it before you show up at the tool. So by the time that you are going into Sim Labs, you're going in there and saying what kind of contest you want to play, whether it's a large field contest, a small field contest, or a single entry contest. Uh, and you're putting in a couple of simple inputs, like players you might like, like how wide you want your range of returns to be. And it also has some settings and sliders for your own personal preferences on what metrics matter to you in terms of how lineups get graded. You click a button and within about couple of seconds you're getting lineups instantly basically you're skipping right to the part of dfs that's fun <laughs> where you're actually examining lineups and trying to evaluate the players and constructions that are within those and trying to pick your favorites in order to save and enter them in dfs contests it's pretty much that simple it's it's a way to uh, take advanced analysis of a lineup and then get right to the part that you have the most fun with in dfs which is picking the players and teams you like I know you. Uh, I know you love tools. What was your favorite part about helping build this tool? Well, I think my favorite part was trying to make something that's really smart and complicated really simple. the The idea behind the tools we that these, you know, simulations are very high level. It takes a lot of intellect to understand even what a simulation is and and how to construct one properly on your own. Uh, there's a lot of you know pluses and minuses of using a simulation in a box, so to speak. You don't have a lot of control over what goes on behind the scenes, but also you get 
the power for people who don't really have that kind of understanding to do so pretty easily on, on their own. So I, I like the idea of taking something really smart and complicated and trying to simplify it so that people who don't necessarily have the wherewithal to do it on their own can do it. All right, so we have Simlabs tool pulled up here in front of me. Um, I've used this. I've been messing around with this for the last few weeks. I have really enjoyed um, just, I, I mean, I'm going to basically just be blunt how easy it is to use and figure out. But um, on the settings tab, we're looking at, you know, number of lineups. Obviously, you know, that's very self-explanatory how many lineups you want to, you know, build out. But talk to me here a little bit about the contest field, the results range, um, the basic settings here, the model. Yeah. So in a contest field, you know, people will need different evaluations of the lineups depending on what kind of contest they're going to enter. In a large field, uh, you know, we have a very, very, very large universe of lineups that are being evaluated there. And the purpose of that is to mimic the experience of something like your really big weekly contest, like your millionaire makers or your large showdown contest. And again, the way that the lineups will interact with each other in the simulation matters in that contest field. So that's really why you would select that is if you're going to enter your lineups into that kind of a contest. Now, if you're playing a smaller field, you know, 5,000 or less players, you would go ahead and select the small field setting, which is, you know, looking at a stronger field of opponents. Like you're not going to have as wide of a range of lineups in the small field and the ownerships are going to get a little bit more concentrated on the best plays. And that will reflect in how Simulabs evaluates uh, what it thinks a good lineup might be for the small field. And the same is true for a single entry. It just re- even further constricts the quality of lineups that are being evaluated and will return to you something that you wouldn't necessarily be expecting to enter in a, in a mass setting at all. You know, if you're entering one to three lineups, a single entry contest type is going to be for you. Uh, the results range is something that we require you to select as well. And that's basically saying, okay, well, here's all the possibilities that we could select from. How wide of a range do you want to select? From, I mean, obviously people are going to get greedy and they're going to want to say, hey, give me all the top rated ones. But obviously that's going to restrict not only your diversity of returns when it comes back to you, but also, you know, make it more likely that uh, a similar kind of lineup would appear in someone else's build, right? Like that's, that was a big deal. We didn't want to just be having a tool where people could show up and everyone's looking at the exact same information. The results range is a way to ensure that you get a diversity of results in your returns. Um, you know, just looking at this, you, we also on the main settings page here have include and exclude players. I'm going to be honest, Chris, like including like one player to get lineups and saving those lineups, I think is a fantastic feature. Like just say like you're on this past weekend, you're super high on Justin Herbert, you know, and you want to lock him and you want to get builds with that. You know, I think that's fantastic, but I've had my best results not really touching the include and exclude players. Uh, can you talk just a little about, about that? Yeah, so this is a tool, if you are someone who knows what you want and you want to ask for a lot of things very specifically and you want your lineups built a very specific way, you know that's what the optimizer is for. That's, you know, you go over to the optimizer and you can set all the things that you think you know about how to play DFS on this slate and you can start to request lineups that get generated in that way. Simlabs, to me, is more of a place that you might want to come to get suggestions on who you might want to play. Simlabs goes through a process to determine what lamps might fare well in the kind of contest that you're playing and returns those to you. 
So yeah, I agree that include and exclude players. While I will certainly use them, I have used them so far and it's a lot of fun to do. I have seen like you have that sometimes the process just knows best and some of the best returns, especially on these showdown slates is when you listen to what Simlabs has to say about what it thinks a good lineup is. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Like if you are, no one's going to sit here and say, don't, you know, want a specific thing and want to build out lineups. Um, And I think that is, I mean, lineup HQ is that like we have lineup HQ. It's one of the best tools out there when it comes to, you know, building lineups and that kind of stuff. But um, I feel like this is just, this is where, you know, you, you nailed it when you said like, this is where you maybe come for suggestions. And I mean, I'm going to give a, just a really quick example and then we'll continue to move on here. So last week I was messing with this tool week seven and I had no interest whatsoever in my like research on Deontay Foreman. And Sim Labs just kept pumping out teams with De- Deontay Foreman. And like, listen, this is a very limited result. He had 30 something fantasy points. He had a stellar game, but it was more of like his price and situation. And I mean, yeah, DFS wise, you know, you could look at that kind of stuff, but like Sim Labs was like hammering Deontay Foreman home. So um, I ended up building like some of my hand build teams and like even, you know, scripting some of him into my builds because Sim Labs. So I think that's just an example of kind of what you're talking about as far as, you know, maybe you're going to maybe you're going to hit on something, even if you are using lineup HQ more than you're using Sim Labs. But um, just wanted to quickly talk about that. Let's go over to the advanced tab now on Sim Labs. Chris, I know this part of this tool makes you excited um talk to me here about this advanced tab yeah i think the best way to describe the advanced tab is it's a place where you can evaluate your lineups in a weighted basis the way that you want to evaluate them so some people are going to show up at this tool and they'll be like look i've seen projections all day and optimizers i'm tired of ownership i'm just gonna want to see what the simulation has to say about its sim weight and how it performed in the simulations from an ROI perspective. And that's fine. They'll just jack crank up the simulation weight to the very top and they'll lower the ratings and everything else. But I think I jumped ahead here. There are five different categories. There's simulation weight, projection weight, ownership weight, upside weight, and correlation weight. And all those mean something a little bit different in terms of how you evaluate your lineup. A sim weight is basically an evaluation of how well something performed uh, within the simulation trials, how often did it finish in the top 100? How much money did it make? And there's a you know there's a weighted evaluation that creates a zero to 100 score for the simulation weight, and then that gets rated within your returns and your total sim labs rating. The projection weight is classic, uh, you know, mean fantasy projections. If you want to evaluate your lineups based on how well the typical performance is for a player, you can weight that in to sim labs. If you're someone that you know really demands super low ownership. We'll talk about that in a second, but basically ownership in a simulation here can be weighted up and down for your personal preferences. Upside is purely how deviant a lineup is, like how high of a potential can it get? Can it reach the top 10? Can it reach the top 100 uh, very often compared to other lineups? And does it have a high standard deviation in general? Uh, These sorts of things get weighted into the upside. And if you want a lineup that is boom or bust sliding that, towards the top is going to give you more of that. And then finally, there's correlation, like how well did the lineup participants interplay with each other, like stacks in football, stacks in baseball, 
Also could include some other factors in showdown, like limiting the number of pass catchers that appear with a quarterback, et cetera, and so forth. I won't go into all the details there, but the correlation weight basically controls uh, how much weighting gets applied to the inter lineup correlation between the players that are in a lineup. And this is on a 100% basis, right? So like if you, even if you put simulation all the way, if you slide it all the way to the right and you still have some projection weight and ownership weight, it's still going to be on a 100% um, tight overall basis, right? Yep. And it's important to note that the weighted metric that comes back here is basically just determining how the lineups get selected from the SimLabs universe that you're in. You know, it's not necessarily telling you, hey, this is a fan, you know, this lineup's better than that lineup. That's ultimately your responsibility to look at the results and determine what kind of lineups you like and don't like, uh, and for what reasons you like and don't like them. But it's basically controlling you know, if you ask for 150 lineups, what do those 150 lineups look like and what metrics were used to select those from the pool? Correct. All right. So we have our we have our advanced settings in. We go back to settings. We build our let's just we'll we'll just call it 100 lineups right now. So we hit our build 100 lineups. And now we're looking through our lineups on our current build tab. Um Talk to me a little bit about like the current build tab. If you don't like a lineup, um, what are you doing with that lineup? How easy it is to save a lineup and export lineups? Let's get into now how we're going to use these lineups um, to put them on DFS sites. Sure. There's a couple of ways that you can construct your fleet if you're playing more than one lineup. Or you can, for that matter, choose your single lineup that you're going to play. In the current build tab, Uh, What happens is you'll enter a number of lineups that you want and you'll say you get 20 back. If you want to go ahead and get rid of one of those lineups, one of the cool features of SimLabs is it will immediately replace it with a different lineup that meets uh, your settings that you put over in the SimLabs settings section. So there's no need to regenerate lineups if you're looking to make 20 and you want to do so very quickly. You can get a pretty quick field that is of a high caliber without having to wait and rebuild and rebuild and rebuild. Now that's someone who is maybe a little bit less discerning or wants to get the job done more quickly, or maybe just looking to refine their lineups in their field one by one in a single run. I'm someone who likes to use the save lineups tab. So what I'll tend to do is go through and I'll run an individual build and I'll click the save button and get it over into the save lineups tab. And I'll start shopping for my lineups with running sim labs on different settings that way. And I think that's another cool way that you can construct your fleet as well. But ultimately the current, uh, lineups build is just a little bit different than anything that you've seen out there in terms of lineup optimizers in the sense that there's, you know, if you're looking for 20 lineups, you, you don't necessarily have to just continuously rebuild over and over and over again. Uh, there's some other things that you can do with the exposures tab to just get that current build to where you want it without having to do so. All right, we're going to get the question. Let's just go ahead and knock it out of the way. Can I import my own projections? Not yet. That's going to be a future kind of product that we'll have related to Sim Labs and within our family of products. You know, certainly that's something that's out there right now is the ability to import your own custom projections and run a simulation based on those. I think that's fantastic. Can't wait till uh, we're going to have it here. But we just wanted to go about it a little bit differently and give uh, more people access to the power of simulations versus keeping it at the rather complex level that sometimes it takes to do some of those things like import your own projections. All right, before we move forward, I just, uh, you know, you talked about how you like to use the save lineups feature. We talked a little bit about like include players. Uh, One quick tip I just want to, you know, mention like 
you can include your quarterback in your include players and start saving your lineups that you like of that quarterback. And if you like five or six, like you can go through save those lineups and you can easily go to like the save lineups tab and like go through those lineups. Um, it's just something that I've noticed when I've been messing around with this tool. Um, I think it's super easy to use the save lineups feature. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add on the save lineups feature before we talk a little bit about the exposures tab? Yeah, I would just encourage you to use it. Cause I, you know, I think that you can run uh, settings with a couple of uh, different metrics and save them all to the save lineups and then start to parse them down that way. You know, yep. I think with the save all button, it makes that really easy. And, you know, there's no reason to restrict yourself to a single build of 20. If you're, if you're someone that likes to be discerning and make your own decisions, I, I like using the save lineups tab. And, and that's personally something that I think that I would encourage people to do. Yeah. Like even if you play like a 20 entry max, you know, cause that's one of the tournaments that we've found to be very popular over the last couple of years is the 20 entry max tournaments, whether you're playing the dollar one, the 50 cent one, the $4 one, whatever one you're like attacking, you can easily, you know, use the number of lineups and get 150 with that quarterback. And like, you're getting the opportunity to maybe like save 50 lineups and then start paring it down to try to get your 20 entry build from that save lineups tab. And I think that's something that, you know, people should utilize because you still want to have some input and, you know, obviously let the tool do its job as well. Um, so I, I just, I think it's a fantastic feature. And uh, like Chris said, use it. I mean, that is that is a fantastic feature, so use it. Um, Chris, let's talk a little bit about this exposures tab. Everyone is going to want to know their exposures on their builds. Um, just kind of give me a general overview here of the exposures tab. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be a popular question too. Where do I put in the limitation on exposures? And that's something that's specific to the optimizer, right? You're asking uh, an optimization engine or something similar to solve a problem. I want you to return to me 150 lineups with no more than 50% Josh Allen, right? Well, that's not how SimLabs operates. If you want to control the amount of Josh Allen that you have, you simply go to the exposure tab and click the plus and minus button. If you want more Josh Allen, you press the plus button. If you want less Josh Allen, you press the minus button and lineups will come in and out of your build based on that. Uh, that's something that happens in the current build tab. It's not something that'll happen in the save lineups tab. But again, if you're looking to control your exposures to Sim Labs, it's not more complicated than that. Just literally start clicking the button up and down on the players, plus or minus, and that will uh, put people into your builds and out of your builds. I think that kind of leads into like the biggest difference between like, let's just say lineup HQ, our optimizer here at Rotor Grinders, and like Sim Labs in general. I mean, what optimizers are more of, you know, trying to set a lot of rules and groups and stuff like that. And sim labs just, I mean, talk to me a little bit and tell the people like what the biggest difference between like sim labs and an optimizer is. Well, in an optimizer, you're trying to basically reconstruct the conditions that it ha that happened in real life, right? Like I only want to see lineups with a quarterback paired with two of his pass catchers and one player on the return because I think that those kinds of outcomes are correlated and I want to make sure that when I receive lamps in return that I'm receiving a, I'm trying to guess on fewer outcomes in real life. Well, in the simulate world of simulations and the play-by-play -play simulations, like those things happen naturally because, you know, if Stefan Diggs scores a touchdown naturally, that means Dalton Kincaid did not score a touchdown or more likely someone like uh, Gabe Davis didn't score a touchdown. It's just really, 
a, a way that natural correlation will occur the way that it does in real life when you run things play by play. So some of those things get taken care of and the lamps that get returned have this natural correlation within them. It, it really reduces or eliminates the need to be examining things with the idea of groups in mind. And the same thing would be true of something like projected ownership, where the only reason we care about projected ownership is because we want to defeat our opponents. We want to come up with lineups that are different, different enough to say that this lineup could help beat my opponent's lineups because of the ownership. Well, in sim labs, that's really double counting if you over consider ownership. The the field is simulated. So if the lineup performed well in the simulation, then really the ownership factor that is associated with the lineup really isn't that important. It's I shouldn't say it's not important. It's just partially or mostly accounted for in the fact that it was conducted in the simulation. So there's a couple of key differences in how you look at uh, metrics differently in sim labs than in an optimizer, but I think I just hit on a couple of correlations and the, and the game three elements are really the two biggest things. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, before we, you know, get out of here, just re- I, I just want you to, I know that you talked about this a little bit, um, in our, in our meetings and stuff, but like, talk to me here about the templates and how people can or should be using these. Yeah, it's simple. If you like a way a setting is in your builds and you want to repeat it in the future, just save, go to the templates tab and save it. And then just as soon as you come back to the tool the next time, just recall it. And then this way, you're not having to go slide those sliders around every time to exactly where you want them. You've got your favorites and how things are set up and you can just continue to call those back. If you got more than one that you want to alternate between when you do builds, great. That's another great thing you can do with the templates tab, but I want to over explain that. It's a way for you to save your work and recall it later. Now we are going to get the question. How long will they say stay for? Um, is it when you don't log out? Like talk to, do you have that information? If you're talking about your templates, I mean, those are just going to stay saved as far as, you know, the settings on the sliders and those types of a thing. That's, that's, those aren't going to go away. As far as your lineups are concerned, they'll, they'll stay until the slate's done. They, actually, All right. Technically there's, I'm looking back here. They save past that. So, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about your lamps going away. We're, we're saving what, what your work's going to be, and you shouldn't have any issues with having to recall any information whenever you want it. Perfect. All right, Chris, before I let you get out of here, the question that everyone's going to know want to know, why should I use Sim Labs and why should I trust Sim Labs? Look, if you want to use Sim Labs, you're doing so because you want to save time and complete compete like a professional or compete like an advanced game theorist. You want to use the skills and information that some of the top players are using, you know, without having to spend all the time and invest the resources and energy into becoming an expert and setting them up and running them yourself. Sim Labs is a simulation that gives you that power with just a few couple quick button clicks and gives you the power to get right to the part where you're evaluating lineups and spending less time becoming an expert on mathematics and simulations. It's really just a way for you to play DFS a lot easier on an advanced level. Uh, as far as, you know, why we would want to use some, why should we t- trust Sim Labs? It's because this process has been vetted. Uh, or, you know, we're constantly going to refine how this works and try to improve it and make it better and make sure that the returns on this are actually as true to life as they can possibly be. Uh, it's really something that's really important to us to make sure that the responses that people are getting from this are actually going to be high quality in terms of their ability to be successful at DFS. And we're really, really, really 
solely focused on making sure that it's a very authentic and genuine way for you to play at an advanced level without having to know all these things on your own. I just want to say too, um, from the outside, I obviously had nothing to do with like developing this tool, but on the outside looking in, um, this is not a made three days ago rushing to production tool. Um, there's been a lot of time and effort put into this tool. And Chris, I just want to thank you and your team and the team of people that you know worked, worked together on putting this together. Before I let you go, is there anything else that you want to add uh, for the people for the SimLabs product? Try it out and you know see, see what you can do with it. I think that some people that have already tried it out have done some pretty good damage with it. It's really coming up with great results. And if you want to do your work faster with an advanced level of a DFS theory baked into it, go ahead and try out SimLabs. It's going to be free for a little while. And I hope that you'll come and sign up for it for the long run. Use it too. I mean, there's so many different ways you can use it. And I think that, you know, obviously that goes without saying, but, you know, we talked a little bit about it with, you know, using the save lineups feature, but um, use it. I mean, play around with it. Like Chris said, it's going to be free for a little while here. Um, I mean, at least test it out. Like at least do your due diligence on checking it out. That's going to wrap it up here with Chris Gimino and um, the new SimLabs product here at Rotogrinders and Fantasy Labs. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again on the next one.